I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to the Pop Bible Podcast. Today I'm joined by Scribbish Pip. Hello. All right. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So it's your debut as as host on this episode, right? Yeah, kind of. I had one the other week that I was there for the recording of the questions, yeah. but I wasn't there for the intro and outro, and you didn't yeah. mention me at all. I thought you'd put me over, but you were like, and I went down to Underbelly and spoke to these guys. <laughs> I felt dead left out. But anyway, I'm here now. That's the reason I've demanded to be here for this one. Good, good. Well, we should say um, thank you ever so much for downloading the previous episodes. We've yes. had some great feedback and, uh, yeah, it's been good, right? Well, the reaction has, has been amazing and to be f- featured by Spotify and Acast and all sorts of places as well and getting the huge reaction off the listeners yeah. is, is fantastic. Well, I guess it's time for us to introduce our first guests yes 100 percent. it's oh, we had a great chat it was the two of us who went down that's and right. spoke to uh, russell tovey and rob diamond of talk art that's right enjoy it okay welcome to the pop bible podcast and today telling us all about their podcast is russell tovey and rob diamond can you tell us all about Talk Art, please? Yes, of course. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Hello. I'm, I'm Russell. I'm Robert. Uh, you're going to hear Rocky, my dog, in the background snuffling around, in case you're worrying one of us has got emphysema. Or, or, or <laughs> drinking water. Yes. Sounds like someone's swimming. Which you should be doing today because you've got a headache. I know. Thanks for sharing that with the world. (laughs) (laughs) So, me and Rob have a podcast called Talk Art, which we set up uh, around September, October last year. Yeah. Officially. Before that, we were interviewed for another one, which we did in White City. There's a small space in White City called The Egg, isn't it? Where I don't the... know if it's The Egg, but it's like, maybe it's The Pod or something. It's like this kind oh, it's of... Pod. It's an egg shape. Pod, yeah. Um, it's really near to, like, that new Soho House complex and the whole, you know, the old BBC yeah, the old, television centre. Yeah. yeah, so we got invited along there because Rob uh, runs um, an online art edition creative company called Counter Editions, and they invited him so long to talk about this company. And he said, well, why don't I bring my friend Russ as well? Because I'm a collector, I collect art, and I'm a patron and benefactor in the art world. And he's, they said, why don't you just have a conversation with us two? So we went along, and we basically took over. And the people <laughs> interviewed us were just like, you two now, just like staring at us. And we were just like... I think they edited the interviewer out of it. Oh, really? In the end. Yeah, because we just wouldn't stop talking. <laughs> and we didn't even realise we had that dynamic. We've known each other like 12, 13 years or something. But we didn't... When his mum heard it, she called him up and was like, you two finish each other's sentences. Like, yeah. you, you're kind of like totally on the same wavelength. But but the thing was, I wasn't even... I'd only listened to like maybe two podcasts before that, yeah. like episodes. I mean, not I didn't even really ever engage with it. So I didn't even know really what we were doing. And the first four episodes we put out of Talk Art were pretty much done without even having a format or knowing yeah. what a format was. Do you know what I mean? It was literally yeah. just exploring it. We were like, let's see what happens. Let's just try yeah. this out. Now we drop them weekly, but before that I was filming up in Manchester and Liverpool. So whenever I had a break, we were coming back and we were just trying to recall people and getting friends in. And the first one's just me and you setting up, trying just trying to navigate and work out exactly what it is. And now we feel like we've got our format. 
And that's really exciting. And I think we even decided the title of the show in the first episode. I mean, it's like we literally didn't really have (laughs) a plan. And that's kind of what I loved about this whole thing is it has been super creative. And I feel like that's an amazing thing now that you can create in different ways. And I never thought I I would be remotely doing anything to do with like Because it is kind of like broadcasting. And I never thought I would be talking on the microphone. Someone said we're cultural producers. Nice. And then we were like, are we? It's really dynamic. Yeah. But we're we're building content, parenthesis. Which is like I'm, we're, I'm really proud. I look back at like on Apple Podcasts and I look back and I see our roster of people, and it just feels like we've done that. That's yeah. amazing. We're building this, and they're like, and we have had so many OBEs and CBEs. <laughs> and we always put the letters after us. It's like, bro, this is like incredible. And, and, and again, it is putting all these people in a world they've not necessarily been that much, yes. exposing them to new people. Because a lot of artists will give talks and lectures yes. and presentations, but. And, and, and news articles and blogs and stuff, but there's not that many being interviewed in podcasts and being discussed. I think because art can be seen as because it's such a visual format, yeah. you need to really know your stuff to make it engaging in the audio form. And I think that's where your guys' relationship works perfectly is yeah. you've got that enthusiasm yeah. that you can bring that excitement and colour yes. to, to, well, to, to, to really, you're describing stuff. A lot well, we're of. demystifying it. It's yeah. non, non-academic and non-elitist. And yeah. it's just making it very accessible and saying, like, you know, everyone can enjoy art. There is art for everyone. And I think because of our dynamic and because, I don't know if my accent, you're a bit posher than me, but I don't know if it just makes it a bit like, oh, okay, so it, you know, it makes it more accessible in a weird yeah, way. If you're working everyone. class, it's like art feels like very high art. And I guess the Essex accent feels quite... Yeah. Low rent, yeah, so, yeah. so I'm trying to bring yeah. them them to like uh, dichotomies together. It sits perfectly together. How yeah. did you guys settle on a format then? Because again, I think the beauty of podcasts is you can just start and see where it yeah. lands, but then along the way you start to get into a rhythm and a format. Yeah. So how did you kind of decide? Oh, this is what we do now. You know what? It happened <coughs> because Russell. Um, did an interview on Jesse Ware's Table Manners. Yes. And uh, I listened to their one quite a lot after he had done his episode. I heard his first, and then I went back and binge listened to a lot of them. And I started to realise that they had a format in a way. And I didn't know that we needed one. So I said to Russ, why don't we ask a few questions? So we worked out together what questions we would ask in every episode, which is helpful, I think, because it sort of gives you a kind of... Button. Yeah. It ends, it ends, you know, you're coming to an end. And they're, yeah. really, they're really simple questions. And but it's, al- it's almost like an anchor or something yeah. for the listener yeah. so that they know something's familiar in every episode. Yeah. And, and our, our invite as well, we start off and we say, like, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world, I'm Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamond. And this is talk But we've got a joke about that because he, his <laughs> voice, when we first did the first few episodes, his voice was so good because he's used to doing voiceovers. Yeah. And I'm a, a singer originally from for, like, 15 years of my childhood, basically singing in a band. But I, I stopped doing it for, like, 10 years, so I hadn't really been on a mic ages and my voice was so like I'm Rob Diamond and he was like he was like hi I'm Dermot O'Leary his his voice it was like he was presenting X Factor and I was actually he hadn't told me he was going to do it so in the first episode he does that and I was shocked and I was like he goes Russell Tovey and I was like Rob Diamond like completely like lost like I'd been thrown out to sea without a dinghy without a rubber Rubber ring or a dinghy or a dinghy or anything yeah anything inflatable in the sea yes so anyway I think you can hear in the episodes how the confidence builds and I said to Russ this morning, we just interviewed Phila Barlow, who's one of our all-time heroes. Like, yeah. she's in her 70s, incredible artist. She's got this huge show at the Royal Academy right now. And I'm really proud of that episode because we both um, obviously researched a lot before we do the interviews. But I think it sounds really natural now. And we sound like we're kind of flying in a way. You know, we're getting better as presenters. And I'm really enjoying it. Like, yeah. I can't believe how much I'm enjoying it, but I really mm. am. So who are some of the guests on the first series that you've had so far? 
Well, we've had Pedro Pascal and Luke Evans, who are actors. So, we, like, we do interview artists, but yeah. we also interview the fact that how art affects everyone. So, we want yeah. people all over the place. But then we've had like Sadie Coles on, who's one of the world's best gallerists, yeah. uh, which is something about Phil DeBarlow. We've had uh, Sir Michael Craig Martin, who's another royal academican. We've had, and then this week we've interviewed Janet Street Porter, the so she'll be on. Yeah, Tracy Emin's been on. That was a, that was a really Fantastic. successful and one. And then Zowie Ashton, we're interviewing today, who's a yeah. great actress. Um, and has like, done a few things about art as well. She has played a few right. different exactly. Art well, like Velvet Buzzsaw is yeah, a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She played uh, an art dealer in that, and, and her play at the moment, Betrayal, she's playing an art yeah. dealer. Theatre is related to that. Yeah. So it's just about keeping it dynamic and keeping all the voices. And also, you know, you want to access different people's interests because if you have a broad stream of people coming in, then you're going to like tap other people who are following them. Yeah. And I think we felt it's really important to interview people that think they don't know about art yes. yeah. and, that, and that they haven't got almost like a right to talk about art. Yeah. Yeah. People have this real fear that somehow they're not educated enough or they don't know enough. And our friend Pedro, who's the actor, he was in Narcos and um, Beale Street Game and talking yes. different Game of Thrones, yes. of course, like different shows. He initially was like, why would I come on that? Like, I, I don't know anything about art. But his episode's so touching. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he talks all about, and you, you know, everyone does. after September the 11th, like crying in front of a painting or whatever, you know, yeah, but yeah. using art somehow to like, support him emotionally through his life and he didn't even I don't even know if he realised realized that until he did the interview yeah. and art does affect all of us yeah. and it's kind of and we're not coming into it being like you have to buy art or even you know engage with it on that level it's more about realising that art is all around you mm. and that it can improve your life I think art's a trigger. I think they said don't consider politics or religion if you're drunk. And I think if you add contemporary art into that mix, yeah. it makes people very angry yes. and very yeah. opinionated. And I think it's Completely. something that needs to be, you know, it's it's really exciting to be covering that. And also art reflects society. So if you if you want to know what's going on in culture and in, in society and in politics, look at art. Like look at the art that's being made right now yeah. because it is reflecting what's happening now. And it's really important to know where we're at as, as humans and you know what what's going on, and I, I think even if you follow artists on Instagram, like the the responses to the political situations that are happening are always yeah. really fascinating and really intelligent responses. I think the comparison and, and and link with politics is is fascinating because it's true they're both obviously they're areas that influence each other, but they're both areas that you can have very little knowledge on but get yeah. very angry yes, exactly. or have a very strong Definitely. opinion. Yes. Yeah. And, and art is a prime on that, particularly yeah. modern art. People will just be furious. Yes, of, yes, yes. That's not art. It's like, have you been to a gallery? No, never. Yeah. Yet you're telling me that that's not real art. I it's could like, do that. My on. kid could do that. Yeah. It's All like right. That. Yeah. How much was that? Have that's they? fucking ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fury yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't have to make you angry. It doesn't have yeah. to concern you that way, but that's the beauty of it. But amazing that it does. Yes, exactly. So if there's a new listener, have you got an episode that, that you'd recommend as kind of a good a good starting point. Obviously, you said on 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 Jesse's one, you started with Russell and then dug in. Is there one that you think? Well, this is when we had it together. You know what <laughs> we interviewed a art critic called Louisa Buck, uh, yeah. and when we did that episode at the end of it, I felt like I'd been on a kind of roller coaster ride because she is just so intelligent and so fun and so accessible and informed and informed. And she spent her life being a broadcaster, so she's a natural. Yeah. And at that point, we were still learning what we were doing, and yeah. I feel like she almost taught us loads in that episode. But I love that episode, and I think yeah, people, people really, really connected res- with it. Yeah. And you might not even know who she is immediately if you're not into art. <laughs> you probably don't know her name. As well. it's, a, it's, it was, it's a really fast episode. She talks fast, and we talk fast, and we're all really. <laughs> amped up that his mum messaged and she went 
it's so fast you can't understand a word anyone says, but she was listening to it on a higher frequency. At times, literally. We sounded like the chipmunks. So she must have been like... Because she's just subscribed to Apple Podcasts and she'd never used it before and she accidentally pressed times two. And it was already a very fast episode. It's an hour podcast. She listened to it in 12 minutes. And I've got a friend who cycles to work every day. He's like a producer of some BBC art show, whatever. And he cycles to work every day and he's been listening to our podcast. But because his cycle's only half an hour, he's been listening to it at two speed. The whole series... And he said that he'd sort of digest it as he's cycling. But I'm like, how can you do that? Like, it's mental. It's, it's a mad... So he fits into his half hour. Yeah. So he speeds up the hour episode. It's a mad hour. amount of people who do I've that. I've heard people it's do that, statistic. yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's it's like, like you want the information. Have, yeah. have listened at some point. Yeah. But I love that your recommended first episode is also probably the first one you listen to. Also, maybe listen to it at half speed. I love that to the first time you listen, yeah. just listen at half speed, yeah, yeah. it's going to be intense, and then you'll get used yeah. to the, the I excitement. didn't know people do that, so I guess I that's the first bit of information, you need to take that mm. in. It's like short circuit, we just yeah. read a book mm. in about five I think, seconds. I think, it's it's, like, I think that's, not to get too heavy, but I think that's a bad problem culture. with our, our society, yeah. is that we think it's about the consumption rather than the act of consuming. It should Maybe be it taking it in and enjoying but it. That's I what, mean, art's yeah. a prime example. People go to a gallery and speed round, be like, oh, done. So can I say something as well? Because I didn't really know much about podcasting before we started our podcast. It was this kind of really big revelation for me. And I live alone. So I often on the weekends on like Saturday (laughs) or Sunday morning, I wake up alone. And I used to... (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) This isn't a sub story. I'm fine with that. But I'm just trying to say something. So when I wake up now, I listen to podcasts on the weekend in the mornings. And it's like, it's it's really incredible. And I never was really a big radio listener. I don't know why, but I just never really engaged with it. I think because I listen to so much music. But for some reason, podcasts have really clicked with me. And I listen to them everywhere I'm going now I think yeah. I do it more than I listen to music almost I'm the same. I just love it and I feel constantly inspired yeah. and that I can't recommend podcasts enough to people because I just think they're free as well it's just so easy and I couldn't can, agree more I love the fact that you can skip forward as well or skip back or you can you know there's so much the interactive um, way of using the apps as well is really easy so what can people expect from the next series loads more a lot uh, more of the same yeah, more just of the more same dynamic problem. conversations with people whose voices you might not have heard it might be names that you especially when it comes to artists a lot of artists are quite we found reluctant to talk about their work so we're trying to really cajole people in to be and the great thing up. is some of the artists said no before and now saying yes for the second or third season yeah and also we're going to america and we're going to do a few interviews out there in new york um, and then i'm there next year doing a play on broadway so we're going to come out and do like a, do a whole season, season. Oh, american season. and, yeah. and do you think that'll be a different kind of feel because it's the different art scenes are very do have a different feel. New York has got this very we just got different hip, voices, non-elitist, I guess. Yeah, yeah diff- literally a different voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, um, New York art scene is like the best in the world. And yeah. America, we, we're really good with emerging artists here. There's a support system. But over there, the network and the support network for emerging artists is just incredible. Yeah. So they have a, an amazing opportunity and support system when they first come out to really be shown and seen and have a chance to splash. Whereas here, we don't have that as much, I don't think. So what's really great in New York is that you can... We can have these conversations with some of these emerging artists now, and then hopefully yeah. in the future, like we're doing this thing where hopefully it's coming together soon. Where the Royal Academy schools, we're going to go around and we're going to interview all the students for their graduation oh, wow. show. So, like ten minutes each. What, what, what's your hopes and dreams? Who's your references? Where do you want to see yourself in five years? Who do you like in art history? Blah 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 blah. So then, you know, as an archive, in like four or five years. Some of these artists might yeah. be like superstars yeah. and isn't that going to be incredible and to also, catch them at that yeah. point? But I also think it's not even just about whether they become successful or not. <clears throat> it's just interesting to talk to new 
thinkers and like younger thinkers and and also it's not just about interviewing celebrities or the biggest stars because often I think in podcasting the best episodes can be when it's like someone's mate and them talking do you know what I mean like it's not always about having the big name and I think sometimes it's good to have a big name every so often because like we said you'll bring in different audiences but I think there's such a power in hearing new ideas basically and and sort of new thinking thank you very much thank Thank you you. coming and chatting good one Right, that was Russell and Rob, so passionate about their podcast and other podcasts, which you'll hear about later. Let's take a little break now, and then we'll get on to guest two. Okay, coming up next, me and Adam headed up to the Global Building and sat down with Hannah Witten. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's worth mentioning that Hannah's podcast is, is doing it, and it's a show where Hannah and her guests discuss sex, relationships, dating, and, and bodies. That comes up in, the, in her pre-talk of the recommendation, so... Let's hear what she's listening to. So we are here with Hannah from Doing It, um, and we would love you, Hannah, to recommend a podcast for us. One of my favourite podcasts is the Meg, John and Justin podcast. Meg, John and Justin are two of my favourite sex educators. They do a lot of work with adults and also uh, young people. And basically, each episode is around a topic or a theme and it's just the two of them so thoughtfully discussing it. Mm. And often if it's like someone's question for advice, like they start with the whole like, let's unpack this question first of all. And like, <laughs> it's just brilliant. And it's probably as an adult, like all of the education that I'm getting, there's a lot of lot of information and concepts that I'm like learning from them, mm. which is really cool. How did you discover it? I think I discovered it because I was already like following what Meg John and Justin were doing like on Twitter and and stuff and I think I think just like from following sex educators online people started recommending it and I was like oh they have a podcast I'll listen to that yeah and is it one that you will try and listen to as soon as it's released or do you sort of store them up and binge them or it's definitely a like as soon as I can like one at a time thing I think some of the topics can get quite heavy so Mm. if you binge it you might just like emotionally feel yeah. Really exhausted. <laughs> okay, that yeah. makes sense. And any standout episodes of that that you can think of that you'd like to recommend? All of them. <laughs> okay, I can't I can't necessarily remember what the difference between these two episodes are, but these are two that came out last year. One's called Writing Our Own Scripts and the other is called Relationship Diversity. Mm-hmm. And one of the great things that this podcast talks about a lot is how we've all kind of like been given this default of like how to do relationships and how to do sex. Even if you've not been explicitly told, it's just like in our society, in our culture and, and everything. So they talk about there, there is a relationship script. There is a sex script. It's like you say this, they say that, and then you do this thing. And then that obviously leads to this next thing. And so it's about like actually questioning that and being like, is that what you want? And kind of, figuring out what style of relationship might work for you best oh so good great yeah fantastic right that was hannah um fantastic recommendation let's hear our next recommendation our third and final we chatted to ian mcintosh again it was a you and adam for this one chatted to ian ian mcintosh of the Totally Football podcast and Muddy Knees uh, Media have been big supporters of the Pod Bible from day one. So they were an obvious choice to sit down and, and talk to as soon as we were doing the podcast. Absolutely. 
Okay, joining us today for a recommendation is Ian McIntosh, head honcho and dark lord of Muddy Knees Media <laughs> that brings you the Totally Football Show and many more. What are you going to recommend us today? I'm going to recommend Blackout, and it's a kind of loaded recommendation for reasons I'll go into later. Um, but it's a sort of post-apocalyptic uh, drama. Uh, one man, his family, the lights go out. And so far, so, you know, Hollywood and Netflix. Mm. But what I like about it is that it's audio fiction, but like Hollywood, like Netflix, in a way that, that wasn't always done by Radio 4 in the past. It sounds sort of young and exciting. Uh, it sounds like it would be the kind of thing that will be imitated and improved upon as we go forward, and I think that's a great thing. The writing's sharp, the acting's brilliant, the sound's amazing. You get jet fighters going over your head and you're walking through Regent's Park listening to it and you're craning your head around. <laughs> <laughs> Falling um, to the floor. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. However, I don't think the advertising balance is is quite there. Anyone who's ever watched TV in America will know that they have a very different idea of what constitutes invasive advertising. You know, a 22-minute comedy will have sort of three commercial breaks crammed into it. Uh, and it is very much like this. You basically get about eight minutes of drama for every Sonos advert. Um, which is a real shame, and I think that the biggest shame is that it's likely to turn people off, whereas they might have been better taking a more innovative approach to advertising and just putting their message on the beginning and saying, hi, we're advertising this podcast, and because we love it so much, we won't interrupt it, but stick around till the end. Mm. Something like that would have been better, um, but it's the, the strength of the show is the reason why I'm, I can push through that and, um, uh, and just about let it get away with it, but, but no more of that, please. And, of course, it's featuring Rami Malek, Academy Award winner. Academy Award winner, Rami Malek, yeah, yeah. Who, who puts in a very good turn, though uh, if you have listened to it, you know it's the elderly coffee shop hostess, uh, Madeline, who uh, is the real star of the show. Right. Um, the, uh, what will prove to be the benchmark for all baddies on audio dramas. How do you go looking for podcasts now? Where do you discover them? Do you know what? Word of mouth continues to be the best way of doing it. And discoverability is the biggest challenge uh, that, that we're all up against, which is one of the reasons why Pop Bible is so great, because you get a sort of trusted recommendation of things. That sounds, sounds like we primed yeah, you to say that then. Uh, where's <laughs> my money? Where is a Pod Bible first here. <laughs> <laughs> Two words, Pod Bible. <laughs> But it still comes down to people, you know, walking in and going, oh, my God, I've just listened to this. It's yeah. amazing. And I've seen it with, with my wife as well, who has completely different taste to me. She's, I'm, I've never really been into true crime. But she laps it up and one person will recommend it on a WhatsApp group and suddenly there's uh, 20 or so brand new listeners. Um, so it can be really difficult. You always try and keep an eye on the iTunes carousel as well, but that, that can be hit and miss. Mm. In McIntosh. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay, so we can start to round things up now. Thanks ever so much to all our guests today. Uh, it's good to have you sitting beside me today, Pip. It's Makes been a, a pleasure and, and great to hear the, the recommendations of ones I wasn't there for. So, yeah, it's cracking. And if you've enjoyed this, obviously we're on all the, all the social media platforms at, at PodBible. Um, and if you head to PodBibleMag.com, you can read the previous back issues digitally or order them physically. Um, you can email us at info at PodBibleMag.com. Okie dokie, and before we head off, we should remind you that Pop Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible. 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 Oh, you do explosions and then you... Yeah. Me, me, me. What was that? That's, that's what Adam does normally. He goes, me, me, me. It's like the, the air horn. Oh, 
We'll see you next week. Bye.